Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled, 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 thrilled that you have found your way here. The shout out this week goes to one of my newest friends, a badass human, Colleen Chesley. Colleen and I found this connection on LinkedIn with posts and comments. Isn't it something how you can tell someone's character through words on a screen? Isn't that interesting when you really think about it? So we felt this connection through LinkedIn on, on this work that we were both doing. We carved out time to do a virtual connection with each other and we spent over an hour this week just sharing our thoughts, our dreams, our fears, being vulnerable, a true no, sh- no bullshit conversation between two passionate strong women, which was food for the soul. Check out our nonprofit, Powerful Women of Gulf Coast. It, it started in 2004 with some women who came together sharing their stories and has grown ever since. Here is to the power of our communities. May we sit in rooms that elevate us. And if they don't, you, my friend, better get a different seat. Colleen, I am so happy to know you. I am happy to love you. I am happy to support you. Welcome to this tribe. Emotional vulnerability, power of sharing our stories. For instance, the conversation Colleen and I had, this movement that she built, the common denominator to know that you are not going through this journey alone. It is so powerful. And I think that is one of the main pillars in building this purposeful community. You know, we all talk about burnout recovery, self-care, caring about each other. But I'm telling you, my friends, it's not an app. It is not putting some words on a website. It is having these emotional, vulnerable conversations that we've never been taught how to have. 86% of CEOs want to infuse wellness in their workplace, and they don't know where to start. They have vocalized that. 96% of us want to know that our work cares about us as humans. And only 33% are having those conversations. If this message of detoxing off the drug of achievement, of micro-stepping to live your truth, is one that you want to bring into your corporation or an association or somewhere that you know that this movement would be impactful, let's collaborate. Let's collaborate. I'm a huge believer that we become stronger when we tie our boats together with other purpose-driven humans. So email me at Megan, M-E-G-A-N, at Megan, M-E-G-A-N, hyphen Miller.com so we can talk about how we can tie our boats together to deliver this movement. I will also link my email in the show notes as well. My name is Megan Miller. I today am an intentional living expert that offers high-performing go-getters these simple intentional micro steps so they can take their life off autopilot off hiding behind the mask, off living just to make it to Friday, off this is fine mentality and start living their life in a way that is meant for them, that has them waking up with inspiration, with fulfillment, with excitement to have this life that they can't wait to wake up to, not one that they need to run away from. And I know this gang hand is raised high. 
because I have been there for the majority of my life, over my 15-year corporate career and hell, even longer than that, I was living my life through hustle culture, through validation, through achieving. When I achieved, I was loved and it was a drug. I never got enough of it. I sacrificed myself, my relationships, my worth, everything at all costs to achieve it. And it squeezed the joy out of life. And it brought me to my knees. It brought me to my knees. And now that I am on the other end of the deep, deep, dark abyss to get here, I never want another individual to feel that sort of despair, that disconnection, that robotic living that I did for so long. Hence the foundation for this movement where you, where I, where this community, we share small practical steps that'll help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about because I am living proof, my friend, that it does exist. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Hello, 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 my friends. I am coming to you from a cold, dreary, damp day at the beach. It's one of those days where you just want to curl up in a blanket, light a candle, watch white trash television or whatever tickles your fancy and eat some junk food and don't talk to anyone all day. (laughs) And And that sound appetizing to anybody? It is just myself. And my parents' dog, right now, this adorable Labradoodle mix, whose name is Winston. He is this just little gentle giant. Just love dogs. Michael said to me uh, just a couple months ago, he's like, I think your dream is if you could rescue every senior dog in the world and live on a farm with them, that would make you happy. Hell yeah, it would. Dogs make me so happy. And I really think we don't deserve them, do we? As someone who has lived the majority of our life with her head in the sand, happily, happily, I have been dialed in to the aftermath that has happened to our friends, to our family in Florida. Just sheer devastation. What did I hear? 90% of Fort Myers is just gone? If you know someone who was impacted, please hug them. Please love on them right now. And if you are personally impacted, I want you to know that you are not on this journey alone. I have always believed that in the darkest of times, you can truly see the power of humanity and goodness. May we all find it and may we all give it through Florida's rebuilding. Isn't it something about this hamster wheel that we live on that you're sprinting on sprinting 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 to get to the next thing achieve the next thing do the next thing and somehow in this sprint you forget all of the beauty that is already around you let this tragedy be a lesson to us all to appreciate the gifts that are in plain view in front of us As I sit in this seat and I look around this this little beach condo, it makes me flash to all the beautiful memories that we've been fortunate enough to have here and to gift other families to have. We had friends down this past weekend, and it was one of those 
food for the soul friendships where it's just easy. Don't you love those friendships where it's just easy? So we spend some time with their kids. We spent some alone time for a couple's dinner. Sat outside with my girlfriend on the deck and just had a beautiful, soulful conversation. One of those where we laughed. One of those we shared everything that's going on in our life. And we probably could we probably did that in like 15 minutes. Isn't it something how you can just spill with a good girlfriend, man? You can just spill it all out and everything you've been harboring for years. You can get that out in about 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, here's to those friends. And those moments that just feed our soul. I don't think we ever stop enough in this sprint to appreciate just the simple things that are truly food for the soul. So as I'm driving down here last week, you know your girl loves, 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 love, love, love to turn her car into her library. So I went to my podcast library and this title caught my attention. It was called Be a Better Negotiator. Ugh. I am all in for that. I immediately hit the play button because negotiating makes me cringe. You know, and here I had a 15 year hospitality sales career. So you wouldn't think negotiating would make me cringe so much, but it did. And, and I would always tell, you know, Michael or anyone that asked about my career that I said I didn't view myself in sales. I viewed myself more as a, a relationship builder and educator. I don't know. Sometimes I just think sales gets a bad, bad rap. And as I am, you know, thinking about negotiating, I think of all of these just uncomfortable situations. It makes me cringe. It, it still does. I think of all the times I dicked myself over because I was afraid to voice my opinion. I didn't want to set upset anyone. I was nervous leading into the conversation. I thought, let this just be over. Blah, 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 blah. And my friends, I am going to link this podcast episode in the show notes so all of my tribe members, everyone listening who has that same cringeworthy response to negotiating can also get this food for their soul. Now, I never in a million years, million years, thought that I would put the two words negotiating and soul quenching in the same sentence. And we are on this one. I want you to check out the Brand Builders podcast, Be a Better Negotiator with Maury. And I'm going to jack up her last name. Tierpore? Tierpore? If you like the episode, I would highly recommend following this husband and wife duo that started Brand Builders, Rory and AJ Vaden. Uh, they, you can follow them on Instagram. You can subscribe to their podcast. Their work is all around personal branding. And eh. And you, my friend, you don't need to have a side hustle to have a personal brand. We all have a brand. And the work that they deliver is around how to deliver your brand, your personal brand in any facet of your life in a purpose-driven manner that truly reflects how you can serve your gifts to the world. Woo! If that's not a hashtag praise be. I don't know what is. And they're also good humans. You know, back to what we talked about earlier, how you can tell when people are authentic with how they put words out in social media. That's another personal brand, right? Your, your social selling, who you are on social media, the words that you write, how you communicate. That's another avenue of personal branding. And 
I just love, love their message. I love how they do so in such a beautiful and authentic way. So if any of that interests you, highly check them out. Back to negotiating. When I hear the word negotiating, which I can't even say it, it like kind of gives me hives. Isn't that something how you automatically can think something about a word that really has no meaning besides the meaning that you've assigned to it? So I automatically flash to the boardroom. However, we negotiate all damn day long. We negotiate with our kids. We negotiate with our partner. We negotiate with ourselves. And how you show up at that table matters. If you're like me, someone who cringes, who has the hives at the thought of negotiating, thinking that it means that I have to sacrifice or step into the battlefield medieval times era. That doesn't need to be the case. If you show up at the table, regardless of what that table looks like, regardless of where it is, regardless of who's sitting across from you, what matters is how you show up and you have control over that, my friend. And when you do so authentically with this curiosity to learn what the other person is truly looking for, this turns into a conversation. And the best conversations are those that are like a ping pong table with the ball bouncing back and forth. I heard Tony Robbins say that once. And I remember, oh my God, I can go back there yesterday to Michael on my first date sitting across the table from him. And I was smiling because it was like a game of ping pong. Talk, listen, talk, listen, talk, listen, talk, listen. Oh, you know, when I think about that, dating, isn't that a form of negotiating? Seeing if the person looking back at you is a fit. If I could turn back the hands of time, there are many things that I would tell myself, probably kick myself over, probably beat myself bump over. But one of the things that I would tell myself right now is how much easier would your dating life have been if you changed the way that you entered it? Showing up as your authentic self, showing up with a curiosity to hear about the other person. What are they looking for? And is there any synergy? No one's right. No one's wrong. I read this study this week that 80%, 80% of the thoughts that we think in a day are negative. Eight, zero. It's this, and we've talked about this here, right? Like this is nothing new. The wiring of this old ass computer system in our brain that automatically goes to worst case scenario. Kids don't get up when you call them. You think they never listen to me hit traffic on the way to the meeting, you start thinking, why is everyone out to get me? And if you're like me, there are some curse words and some hand gestures that go along with that as well. Your partner wants to watch football on Sunday instead of doing the thing with you, you automatically go to, they don't love me anymore. What an asshole. Boss pings you and says we have to talk. You automatically think, oh my God, what did I mess up? Am I fired? All of this, all of these scenarios is negotiating, is negotiating at its most basic level. Regardless of what conversations you have in the week ahead, 
the ones with yourself, those ones are the are first and foremost the most important ones because it's like a ripple effect, right? You're in the middle of it and it impacts every other conversation. The ones that you have with your kids, the ones with your partner, with your boss, with the client, instead of coming at it with this anxiety and the pointing the finger and the blaming, asshole, cheapskate, why won't they listen to me? Blah, 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 blah. And you let that narrative continue. I want you to just change your mindset Show up with a different mindset. We know we're hardwired to go right to the bad, but I want you to change that narrative in your head. You can. Science has shown us this. It's not just me being uh, my two cents. Neuroplasticity, check it out. You can change the wiring in your head with these small little changes. Gotta love the micro step. And here's these two, here's these two things that are going to change how you show up at the next conversation and how you view negotiation moving forward. You ready for it? One, show up as as yourself. When you do that, you cannot lose. That's step number one, show up as yourself. And step number two, show up with with being inquisitive, not accusational on what the other person is looking for. And when you do that, when you do that, these two simple things, the nature of every conversation of every negotiation will change. And as you're sitting at that table, regardless of where you are, I want you to reflect back. Is this ping pongy? Talk, listen, talk, listen, talk, listen, talk, listen. That's the sign of a great conversation. And at the end of the day, that's all negotiation is. It's a conversation where you show up as yourself. When you do that, you can't lose. And you show up with a curiosity, not accusational on what the other person is looking for. You're not going into battle, my friend. You know, the only person that told you that told you that was you. Change your thoughts, which begins with the conversations you have with yourself. And every other conversation will change after that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be here, for taking the time to invest in yourself. God, we all have the same 24 hours, don't we? But I want you to celebrate the fact that you just took time out of your day to invest in your personal development. And I think that is pretty damn cool. Take a moment to celebrate that. I would love... If you would do yourself, do me, do your tribe a solid. And if you liked this conversation, if you liked what you heard, if it was impactful, please do share this with three members of your tribe that would benefit from this content. I am a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. If you feel inclined, please comment, please rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community with the world. Till next time, my friend, carry on with intention.